Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's Tyler Layfield here and I'm always joined by my boy Torres. How's it going, Torres? What's up, Daddy, y'all? What's up, Tyler? I'm doing good, man. Just chilling, doing the best I can. You know, we're doing football stuff right now. Had a football workout today. Um, you know, hopefully the season coming on. I mean, everything's going really well. So I'm really enjoying what we're about to get ready to do. You know, I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> you in the weight room with them with masks on. And boy, we had to power clean today. And we was power cleaning with a mask on. You know how they have to breathe. <laughs> breathe in my whole mask in my mouth. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> that that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait till all this stuff is over, that's for sure, man. I agree, man. I agree. I yes, agree. yes. Well, I'm back from vacation, but uh, we both did something this weekend. We both watched these fights. Of course, we we previewed those uh, last week with Blake, and we we did some uh, – we picked from the main card. So, we'll, we'll go over those picks real quick, um, just how those played out. So, um, of course, so we, we started off really well. All three of us, actually, started off really well um, in – the uh, first two fights, it was uh, Paige Van Zant and uh, and who was it this year? It was uh, Carol Rosa. Was um, that her um, right? Amanda Amanda Rivas. Amanda Rivas, that's it. And mm-hmm. uh, that one played out. Would you say pretty much how we planned that, or how we literally that to exactly go? how we said it was going to happen? I mean, yeah. if you all go back to the last show. I made a, a really to me. I didn't think it was a really a hard prediction. I literally called it first round. Now, I didn't think she was going to make a tap. I called more of a knockout, but, you know, she's too pretty. She didn't want to get hurt. You know, she's yeah. a model. So, uh, she had to make sure she was cleaned up for that fight. <laughs> yeah. But she did get a big payout. I mean, I think she got paid $50,000 overall for that fight. Um, so, overall, like, I think she was legit ready. I mean, uh-huh. uh, she she knew she wasn't going in that fight with much to, to bring. She, she knew what she was doing. We called it from the beginning, and it is what it is. I it mean, didn't – like like we kind of said, it didn't even look like she really cared. Honestly, it was just – she just showed up, and she was up. just blah, just there, and um, it ended Did up going – what she had to do. Yeah. yeah. Went, went pretty much how we previewed that would go. And then uh, the next matchup was Rose Namajunas, right? And then yes. uh, who, who was her uh, opponent there? Versus Jessica Andre. Which was the fight of the night bonus, which is, uh, you know, hey, that was an extra $50,000 for both fights. And let me be honest, look, that fight was everything what we planned that fight to be. Um, The first fight, I mean, Rose tagged her up and and Jessica got a lucky slam. But this fight, I mean, at first I thought Rose was going to take it out of the water. But Amanda, uh, I mean, Jessica adjusted. And came at her. I mean, you saw her eye. I mean, yeah. she started landing some hard overhand rights, some great shots on yeah. her. And I really enjoy how how uh, Jessica, you know, really um, changed up her style a little bit. You know, she was a little bit more aggressive. You know, she was backing up a lot against Rose in that first fight. But mm-hmm. now, uh, the second fight, she stood right there in front of her and came at her. And I was really, I really enjoyed watching that fight. And, um, Really gave me a little respect for Jessica. I really, yeah. I really, I really didn't respect Jessica like that. I mean, 
I call that she had a lucky slam against Rose. Then when she fought Wayne Zay Lee, she uh, got beat in 32 seconds. So I really, uh, like I said, I really didn't give her that type of respect. But now, I mean, hey, she, she proved to me that she can Seriously. fight the best of her. So right now, I would really enjoy a Rose Namajunas versus Zayn Wei Lee. I mean, that's the next yeah. fight to make, man. Yeah. yeah, everybody was going crazy about Rose. Uh, she put on a heck of a show, and like you said, like the the post fight, the way she looked with the eye and everything, that gained a lot of attention on social media. Uh, just the yeah. way that all played out. But yeah, it was a great fight. Um, she about she, I, there was like one point in the fight I can't remember when it was exactly. It's actually probably toward I think it was the third round. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a little scare there for Rose, like where um, yeah. she actually got kind of popped there for a second. I was like, uh oh, you yeah, know, it's. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So it, it wasn't yes. like an easy one, easy one fight. You know, she had to fight no. for that, and um, she made yeah. her earn it. So it was, that, a real, it was a really good fight overall. One of the, I mean, one of the best of the night, and well, it was the best of the night. That's why I won the award. So I, I yeah. really enjoyed watching that fight. R- really good overall. Really good overall. Yes, and then um, now the next fight. This was uh, probably my favorite fight of the night. I freaking love this one. It was a uh, Peter Yan and uh, Josie Aldo, correct? Yes, Peter Yan and Josie Aldo. Man, let me tell you something. What a fight. Let me – look, I was a little shocked on um, uh, Jose. I mean, Jose really got destroyed that first round. He took that big shot to the the, uh, rib, and the fact that this man was able to sit there and – keep fighting. I mean, yeah. he kept him awake with those leg kicks. And like we said in the previous show, what kept Jose Aldo really good, I mean, for the majority of his career, he's known for those leg kicks, those mm-hmm. low leg kicks. He beats your leg up to the point you start switching stances, you start you start jerking for those leg kicks, then he started throwing these punches up top and you get caught. And he started to chew up Peter Young's leg. I mean, he, he really did. It, it was really close. And then that fifth round came and then you know, yeah. we saw what we saw. I mean, Peter my, eventually overcome. It was it, – it, my dad was pretty pissed off at how the ref let it play out. Awful like, cause, oh Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he was like, oh man, he should have been called it because literally there was a point where he was just – Josie Aldo was getting beat to a pulp, and there was nothing yes. that was going to happen out of that. I understand and – th- and this is – all right, so let's just play devil's advocate here. Josie Aldo, a veteran of the game, right? This guy's been around for a while. Yes. Um, you know, looked at as a legend. So that's probably where the ref was coming from. I can understand that some because he's given this guy the benefit of the doubt. He's kind of earned that, I would guess you would say. But you got to take yeah. his health into into perspective here. And um, when somebody's beating on you like that, you, you got to call it. You got to call it. And, and that would really irk me sitting there watching him. I mean, blood is literally everywhere. It's everywhere. And they did not call the fight. And I'm no. like – what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Call it. And I mean, it literally. Hold got the towel. Yon- Is that the <laughs> towel? <laughs> Look, y'all was beating on his head so hard. He started beating on his head and looked at the ref. He was like, Yeah. Look. And then, like, yeah. kept beat, like, no. I tell you, he, he looked <laughs> good, man. I mean, he looked good. I mean, yeah. I mean, and now I feel, I mean, I feel bad for Jose. And, I literally looked at an interview, like I said in the last show last week, where Conor McGregor was like, 
the way I trash talk Jose Aldo so bad, it made him look like he was old. I mean, people don't understand. Jose Aldo is only 33 years old. Uh-huh. I mean, he might look like he's 38, 39, but he's yeah. only 33 years old. So he's still got some more years left in him. Right now, he's on a three-fight losing streak, and he unfought some tough guys. But, I mean, he's still got, he's still got some time. I mean, he's still yeah. get back to that pinnacle. I mean, I ain't going to lie. For some reason in the UFC, once guys reach that top, if, once, they, once they get knocked off, a lot of times they don't get that chance to get back there. No. And I, I really hope he gets the opportunity. I mean, he's been given many opportunities. He just can't get back there right now. So. No. Colin Cowherd ended up tweeting something out like, he should have been retired. They shouldn't even be fighting. Still. I was like, I don't know what you just watched. I mean, the dude hung in there pretty well with exactly. with, a, with a really good fighter. Uh-huh. He, he shouldn't be done yet. But I, I mean, it, it's going to be tough in that division. You've you've stated it multiple times now. The bantamweight is probably it's really up there right now mm-hmm. as terms of like challengers for the belt and everything. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the next step is here for him because. You know, like you said, three three fights in a row there. That's pretty tough. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, he's still got something left in him. It's not like he's a bum. So no, I, mean, exactly. I don't, don't want to have saying. anybody saying that. Exactly. He's still got a whole lot of time left in him. I mean, come on, man. But hey, we have to see. I mean, the bantamweight division is stacking up. All Jermaine yeah. Sterling. He's next. I mean, Marlon Morris. I mean, you have a lot of guys that are in that weight division that are going at it. So it's time, man. So by this time, all three of us. Next thing, sorry. Next thing, uh, Peter Young for that fight, he uh, made a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollar bonus, and thirty thousand dollars for the win. So he made um, he made two hundred thirty thousand. And but Jose Aldo actually got paid more than he did. Jose got paid four hundred thousand to show and thirty thousand a thirty thousand bonus. And I think they come from the Reebok. That was the Reebok's bonus. Yeah. So Jose made uh, three hundred and ten thousand out of that fight. So Jeez. they made some good money out of it. Yeah. Jeez. Well, what I, what I was gonna say was that uh, by this time, after these three fights, all three of us were three for three on our picks, and we were talking about this we in were. the group chat. And we knew that this next fight was going to be the decider, really. Like the this was going to be where the <laughs> things got you know mixed up here, and uh, it it was a, it was a pretty good fight. I enjoyed watching it. Uh, it was Volkanovski versus Holloway, and Holloway mm-hmm. came to play. He came to fight, and um, I think it was a little shocking to some people. You know, we mentioned, you know, you you mentioned it in the podcast that, um, you know, he didn't have any sparring partners or anything like that. But he, man, he looked really good when it came to taking those leg kicks, and yes. he was the aggressor the whole time. And, yes. Uh, there was, uh, there was literally. I looked on Twitter after that fight. And uh, I looked on the trending. You know, you can go and look at, you know, what the trending hashtag is. Hashtag robbed. Hashtag robbed was like the top trending (laughs) hashtag that he got robbed of this win. Yeah, robbed was the number one thing trending on Twitter. And I look at it and I'm like, bro, like to me, rounds one and two, like I literally, even though I picked against y'all, I picked Volnowski to win. Mm -hmm. I'm literally in the group chat like, Holloway don't want the first two rounds. What did I Third tell you? round was up for grabs. But then fourth round, man, I'm like, this is this is Matt's fight, regardless of what yeah. happens in the fifth round. I, I said, regardless of what happened in the fifth round, Max won this. And when you literally said, like, sometimes they lean towards the champion. I mean, yeah. they lean towards the guy 
that's up and coming. And Holloway don't have his time. And for some reason, I don't understand these judges. No. Like, what are they judging? I mean, yes, Bolognowski did really good in these takedowns. He had those two takedowns in the fifth. But are those takedowns worth that much more than being outstruck? Yeah. I mean, was it a close fight? Yes. It but was. to me, rounds one, two, and four were definitively Max Holloway. One isn't even wow. close, in my opinion. No, yeah, one, one was it. Yeah, he, he knocked him down, or he had him shook like twice. Yes, I mean, and you didn't see Max Holloway get knocked down. I mean, no. I'm I'm sitting here like he was taunting. Car, he was sitting there doing stuff in his face. You know, like come and hit me. Smiling, playing. I'm like, yeah. You, I mean, this was like a sparring session for Max. Yeah. I mean, he he, he went away from the fight literally, like not even hurt, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he got a little bumps and bruises here and there, but he's not hurt. You know, and I don't know, man. And Dana White said himself on the interview, he was like. I don't know about these judges, but it's it's different, man. These yeah. judges are, you know, changing the game a little bit. Like, and he, this is number one saying. Dana Wade always says this the best: not allow it to go to the judges. And that's a yeah. that's a really a big thing. Yeah. A lot of boxing, a lot of fighting coaches talk about. You know, do not ever allow it to go to the judges. You do. That it's means up for you grabs. allowed it. You exactly. It's up for grabs. It's no longer in your control. No. So whenever it's in your control, the finisher and. And I did go a little bold prediction on Volonovsky finishing Holloway, but it was yeah. more of Holloway almost finishing Volonovsky. I know. <laughs> so, Very early. Yeah, he, he I just, don't know, man. He looked good. Um, now, I don't know how many losses in a row that is for him now. What's that? That's Ooh, like Holloway? Yeah. That, is that like his? That's two in a row. Two in a row. But that's both to the same guy. Yeah. It's both to Volonovsky. And the featherweight division right now, I mean – I mean, people were talking about uh, seeing Henry Cejudo fight um, uh, Freak. What's his name? Volnowski for the championship. Yeah. Uh, you know, to see if he can be a three-time champ. Uh, Cejudo, Henry Cejudo. So, I mean, I really don't care for that fight, to be honest with you. And like Volnowski said, he don't care for that fight because he don't need that fight to make him the GOAT. I mean, Henry Cejudo is a great, great fighter. I ain't mm-hmm. take it that's a problem, but. To sit there and watch him fight sometimes, I mean, he's good, but it ain't nothing where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to see that fight. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, a good, he's just a good fighter, you know. Exactly. And I would rather, and I would rather see, um, like Dana White said, he's potentially thinking about a third fight because even he thought Holloway won. So. Hey, he, could. That, that'd be, that'd be different. That would be different. It would be different. Not a lot of times in the UFC he makes a third fight when Especially when it's two to nothing, yeah. Two to nothing, yeah. He a lot of times he don't mm. make that fight. Mm. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see. All right, so that leads us to the main event, the final fight for that night, and that was Usman versus Maz- Masvidal. And now I definitely got this totally wrong in the podcast. I was just going with I, I wanted to take a flyer, I wanted to take a shot, I I wanted it to happen, but. Um, we all did, even though yeah. I picked against them. We all did. Yeah, all you made the smart game. pick. I went with I went with emotions. You went off of logic. So <laughs> it, that's just how it goes, man. That's just how it goes sometimes when you do that. But yeah. Uh, but I'll let you st- go ahead. Uh, break it down for us. Well, basically in that fight, I mean, we what what most people already knew. Kamar Usman is a top level wrestler right now. I mean, he wrestled with the best of them. He proved that. Yes, and he even fought. I mean, he freaking sparred with Justin Gaethje. I mean, this man is a top-level wrestler. He does it with the best. And Jorge Masvidal taking this fight six days. 
even though he has been training before this week, he had picked this fight to pretty extensively only in six days. And, you know, he had to cut 20 pounds. I mean, you saw some of the fatigue in the fight from Masvidal. But, I mean, Masvidal won the first round, in my opinion. He won the first round. Yeah. But what Usman did is – see, this, this is like how it, most of the time I see it with fighters. When Usman fought Kobe Covington, who was another wrestler, they both stood up, two great wrestlers, top-level wrestlers in the UFC. Not a single one attempted to take down in that fight. Because for one, they had boiling blood against each other. And two, for some reason, when most wrestlers fight each other, they both want to throw hands because it's like, okay, he understands wrestling, but mm-hmm. I believe my striking is better than his striking. So they try to, you know, uh, fight it out. In yeah. this fight, we obviously knew Usman's wrestling was better than Masvidal. Mm-hmm. And early in the fight, I mean, you saw he tried to test his striking a little bit. He did. Masvidal pieced him up. Yes, he so did. So he said, okay, I'm no longer going to do this anymore. So he basically kept going for takedowns, kept doing – Clenching really up. Low, changing levels. Yes, switching up. And so eventually it got to the point where I'm going to take him down, earn my points because yeah. – when you have top control in the UFC, I mean, that's basically points. I mean, you're controlling him against his will. And, yeah. I mean, Masvidal did stuff some takedowns. I think he stuffed, what, nine or ten of them? Yeah, he but did very he good the, the first half. And then the second half, I, at, at that point, you know, you just get kind of tired. I, I understand, yeah. you know, you're, you're and then Plus, out. Usman has the best cardio in all of basically probably the UFC. The man, he, he, showed he trains in Denver. He trains in Denver, Colorado. And you know how that elevation is up there. Mm-hmm. And to be able to go to another place and train or fight, I mean, it's easy, easier. Yeah. It's different, man. So he's in shape. It's crazy. He I, lasted. I, we, I, mean, I mean, I give him props we, we for lasting that long. He, he made it competitive somewhat. You know, at least that, that first round he did good. Um, you know, at least he didn't get – you know, knocked out or had to tap out or anything. Yeah. The whole time he's sitting there smiling, laughing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The whole, the whole fight. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you he know. made half a meal off this fight. So, he enjoyed Good it. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. 530000 I mean, he made – he got $500,000 just to show. And Usman got 600000 just to show. And Usman got 640000 overall. They don't show the winning bonus yet, what they did uh-huh. uh, for him to win. He probably got like another sixty thousand, so he probably made seven hundred thousand overall yeah. in that fight. So the the know, main the main thing money. here, um, because you even tweeted it afterwards, though. Well, what was the tweet that it was picking up steam? I saw it on my my timeline about yeah, two or three times because all God. the all the newbies are showing out tonight because oh they God. didn't want to see no stand up or they wanted to see stand up. They didn't want to see all this clinching. Yes. over half the fight, it felt like Usman. Pressing Masvidal against the cage, stomping his feet, ramming his shoulder into into Usman's chin, and I get that it's awesome, but it was, I, it was a little underwhelming. I even tweeted, I even I even texted in the group chat. I was like, "This is a little underwhelming." I was hoping for some fireworks. You know, what I'm saying it's just it's the main event. You know what I saw in the Yan versus Aldo. You know, stuff like that is what I would expect to see. You know, as the main event, especially when. What what was that that fight that was like two weeks ago where it was just a slobber knocker? The two guys were just um, um, Dan Hooker and Dustin Poirier. Yeah, that's what I call like a main event, man. Yeah, that that's one the main was event. awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That's the, fight. That's the best that's one I've ever fight. seen, hands down. And I mean, 
it, it, I don't know. It's just you get that you get that level of expectation, and when you don't get it, it just makes you like, oh man, come on. I you mean, know, I stayed up till two o'clock for that. UFC, I mean, the 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 way that it was built around both guys. Looking at, I'm not gonna lie to you, Tyler. You would have said, like you said, like I said, look, I wanted Usman to go in there the same way he went against Kobe Covington. Mm-hmm. Because if you would have went in there with that fight, good God Almighty. Yeah. We would have saw a slobber knocker. Yeah, it would have been nice. I mean, Usman did what he had to do to stay champion. I understand. And and, and like and like some people say, you know, I would rather well, it depends on who you are, but he would rather stay champion and make more money. I mean, obviously you will make more money champion. Because the moment I ain't gonna lie to you, because Dana White don't like guys like that, to be honest with you. I mean, he's the same mm-hmm. way with Tyron Woodley. He's not a guy of guys that don't really excite people when they're champion or excite people in the big fights. It was a big fight. He had the money makers. If you're not excited, he's not going to promote you like that. So, Uh Usman, the moment Usman drops the belt, it's the moment he's not going to be on that top. He's not going to be on that top level. I mean, he did that same thing with Tyron Woodley. The moment Woodley dropped the belt, he's fighting on a fight night instead of the pay-per-view. I mean, everybody yeah. get to watch it for free on ESPN instead of paying for him on pay-per-view. And this man been champion for, like, two years. Yeah. World's weight champion. So, I mean, look, if you're not – I mean, and Tyrone Woodley started off exciting. I mean, he started to just wrestle people and, you know, do whatever yeah. it takes to stay champion. I mean, stuff like that does – it does – I mean, yes, you are a fighter and you do what you need to do to win, but you're also a little bit of an entertainer. And mm-hmm. – you know, I mean, some guys ain't gonna like that. They, some people compare. Like I was talking about people like casual. The casual are the yeah. people that want to watch the fight, but they gotta understand the aspect. Wrestling is a form of fighting. Mm-hmm. Jiu-jitsu is a form of fighting. Yes, it might not always deal with throwing a punch or a kick or a knee or an elbow, but mm-hmm. it's still a form of fighting, and it's a part of the game. I said, if you want to see nothing but punches and kicks, you go look at kickboxing and Muay Thai. But this ain't it. This is UFC. And all that's why I call mixed martial arts. Yeah, all of it is martial arts. Wrapped in one. They all yeah. mix together. Yep. So I mean, hey, you just gotta learn. I mean, you just gotta get. You just gotta get used to it. And yes, was it underwhelming? I agree with you, Tyler. It was. Uh huh. But like I said, the, the moment Usman dropped that belt, bro, might be he might, might not get another good. chance at it. Yeah. He might not. Yeah. He might get mm. a. Re- he might. He might get a. Re- yeah. But like Tyrone Woodley, if Tyrone Woodley dropped the belt, he had to fight the number six guy before he could fight the champion. Mm. And you saw what happened to him. He lost. And so he probably yeah. won't get a chance at that belt in the hot minute himself. So Maybe not. If I if I can compare it to anything, uh, what it kind of sounds like is like when, you know, you and I, we both watch a lot of football. When maybe a casual picks up, you know, we, we got all these casuals now. Um they see all these touchdowns, the patch of my home, shucking all these touchdowns. Yeah. I like watching really good defense. I love to watch some really good defenses. Like, I love watching my Georgia Bulldogs, you know, uh, re- really just stop offenses yes. right on tracks. And a lot of people can't stand that because they, they want to see a lot of points get put on the board. But, man, there is something awesome about watching a really good defense, like, work together. Oh, really good That's defense. what it kind of sounds like if I have to compare it cross-platform like that. Yeah, see, do you remember in 2011 the Alabama and the LSU game? You remember that, right? I believe the so. Nine to six, the nine to six overtime game. Was that the national Double championship or the um, or was that the rematch? regular season? Yeah, the okay. regular season. And then, and then they played each other they, again, right? In, in the, the national, national championship. championship. Yeah. Yeah, but the first game when LSU was ranked number one, Alabama was two, 
And it was at Alabama, and the score was nine to six. But you saw some incredible, and I mean incredible, defenses. Defensive yeah. players. I mean, you had Tyron Matthew. You had um, – who else you had? Did you have Patrick Peterson? Yeah. I mean, and then on that side, you had – I think was it was it Mika? You had Mika? I it may have that may be yeah it maybe like, that, either way when you get those teams together it's gonna be a ton of celebrities they had ton some of all stars the top defensive players all together and man yeah man you saw a great defensive game and that's what I like and I'm a Steelers fan so I'm used to low scoring game when I watch Ravens and Steelers mm-hmm. thirteen to ten I don't I'm mind it to... I, I don't like a I don't bunch of fireworks in, 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 in football I like I like uh, yeah. defense that's what I like so I can understand that. So let's uh, let's do this again. Uh, this same thing for this up this upcoming fight night this Wednesday. Uh, it's still on Fight Island, and we'll we'll just go through the main card real quick. We'll make our picks, tell why, you know how we do it, and uh, we'll go from there. So let's see here. Uh, so the first match in uh, in the the main card here is Abdul Razak Al Hassan versus. You got to forgive me for the pronouncing pronunciation of this, <laughs> but uh, Munir Lazez is what I'm gonna go with here. Uh, um, I'm a, yeah, go Abdul Razak Al Hassan. Uh huh. Munir Lazez. I'm gonna try my best. Hey, we're trying our best on this. One. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, um, me looking at these two fights currently, um, they call Abdul Razak Hassan. The judo of thunder, and I'm sitting here currently looking, and um, I mean, look, he is ten and one currently, and fighting at the welterweight weight class. I mean, looks like he's he don't have some, he used to fight in Bellator. Um, his mm-hmm. only loss came uh, his second fight in the UFC, which was a split decision. I mean, it was against Omar Akhmadov, and you know he beat Charlie Ward with a knockout. He beat Sabah Homze with a knockout. He fought uh, Sabah Homze again, which is really shocking that they fight twice. They literally, yeah. He fought him in 2017, and he fought him in 2018, December and January. This is and, – and to touch on that, I was going through and watching some of his highlights. The first fight that he fought that guy in, um, he, he, he knocked him down, and he was going to finish him off, and the ref may have um, called it a little early. The guy was pretty – mad that the ref called it pretty early so uh, that may be why they ended up giving them like a rematch if if, if i'm going for anything and that may not be true but i think that's why they ended up finding each other twice though um uh, because that first time around yeah. I, I think they they maybe thought the ref had called it a little earlier than it should but he he took care of business that second time too and actually the yes and i'm currently looking at sabah holmes uh he lost that first fight and it was due to a controversial style which, as you just said, um, he sadly he got knocked out again round and he got released by the UFC. So yep. yeah, being knocked out in the first round and back to back fights ain't gonna get you too far, you know, in the top yep. promotion. Good but time. yes, overall, this man has won his last three fights by knockouts. Um, and he just fought his. But the problem is he hasn't fought in two years. He hasn't mm. fought since September eight of of two thousand eighteen, and I think. That's going to be really interesting. I mean, right now, looking at um, Munar Lazaz, he's won his last two fights, um, both by TKO. Um, this is his first ever UFC fight. Yeah. So this is his debut 
a debut on the main card. Time to make a big name. I mean, I can see it. So, uh-huh. I mean, you got one guy with knockout power. You got one guy trying to make a name. So, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm Good leaning. I'm, I'm leaning with Abdul in this one. I mean, that he's is. hot. He don't have the experience. Now, I will say, if it looks like it goes to distance, because it looks like a lot of his fights don't go to distance. Mm-hmm. He's only had one fight go to distance. And the only fight that has made it out of the first round, he lost. That was his first ever UFC fight. Who was it, who was it that uh, – it was like three or four weeks ago. Oh, man, we all picked him. He's a big old – just he's a, he's a unit. And they said if he if, if he gets you, it's going to be in the first round. And he ended up going three rounds and losing. Or it was like two rounds and losing because he got so wore out. I can't remember the guy's name. I can't remember his name. I'll have to go back. I'll do, it, I'll do it in a second. I'll go back and see if I can find it whenever we're um, – whenever we're uh, going through these picks. But as far as my pick here goes, I'm going to go with Al-Hassan myself. Um, yeah, I think I'm going with him that, as well. Yeah, he has the experience here. I'm not too keen on picking the guys that are just having their first shots here um, in the UFC. You know, it's, it's always a, a sketchy bet there going for guys like that. But, uh, yeah, he's got real knockout power. I've watched a little bit of his stuff on YouTube. Just checked it out for a minute there. and. He's got some pop. So I, I always like guys like that. I think he'll go for the finish early. And um, I, I think he, he will probably get it. Um, so, and, and also, he's, bought, he's fought some pretty good competition. So he's already got that in his, yeah. his pocket. I think he'll be ready for it. it. Does. Like you said, yeah, his only loss was in a split decision. So, I mean, did you And good. yes, the only fight he did lose was a split decision, and it was close. So that means the only fight that went distance, he lost by split, to this, uh, split decision in his second fight in the UFC. So, yeah. I mean, this man is literally knocking everybody out. You know, he's, he's knocking everyone out. So, I, I just see UFC really pit him up against somebody that he should beat. All right. And I found the guy that uh, I was talking about, Alonzo Minifield. Remember that? Remember oh, him? Yeah. Remember oh, how, yeah. Yeah, he reminds me a lot yeah. of him. The guy that gets the early knockouts, but if he goes past that first round, it's it may not go, you know, very well. May not go. He might get kind of wore out. So, uh, if and I have to compare what? it to anybody. That was a really good fight. And that yeah. was a really, really good fight. Really good fight. I, I remember that, yes. All right. They so, actually went to this. It was some big-time hits in that fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that first that first round especially. Um, yeah, for real. Uh, so, both of us going Abdul Razak and Hassan there. Uh, next matchup is um, Molly McCann and Taylor Santos. Uh, what do you got here? Well, currently I'm looking at Taylor Santos, and uh, she is 15 and one. Um, this is a flyweight fight. She's 27. She's young. I mean, she lost her last fight, but that was her first loss ever. Oh, wow. So we're about to see a rebound. She hasn't fought since last year. I mean, the girl it looked like she she can do it all. She is vicious. She is aggressive. And I'm really ready to see this fight. Now you got Molly uh, uh, McCann. Molly McCann. She's ten and two. She don't want her last three fights. But here we go. The experience within the UFC. Um, she don't have four fights in the UFC. Um, she's only lost one. That was her actually her first fight in the UFC. So a rear naked choke. But she have won the next three, all by unanimous decision. So I don't expect to see a knockout from uh, McCann. I think uh, she's just gonna. Eventually, like, beat her up, keep the distance, you know, put the pressure on her. So, mm-hmm. it would be good to see how this fight goes. 
uh, when somebody's putting a pressure on you like that. Plus, uh, Taylor Santos haven't fought since last year. Okay. Neither has her. Neither has uh, Molly McCann. So this okay. is going to be big for both. Uh, I'm going to go Taylor Santos in this one. I think she's going to rebound off a loss. Um, even though I give Molly McCann the experience, I think the aggressiveness of Taylor Santos will be the key to what gets her to win in this fight. I, I'm right there with you again. So I'm going to go with Santos as well. She's, um, like you said, she's she's pretty good. She's only got one loss, and it, that was in a split decision too, kind of like Al-Hassan, who we just talked about. So, um, you know, you got to take that into, um, in, into your thought whenever you're uh, looking at these kinds of things. She's also got a significant reach advantage here. So I think that she'll, she has that uh, to go on her side here. And, yeah, I just – I don't know. I think she's more dangerous here. So, that's, that's why I, I try to take the upside most of the time on these um, kinds of picks. So, uh, I think that she offers same. that the most out of these two. Yeah, I agree. I, I do the same thing. Like, I try to look at, like, the difference between both of them. And then I, like, really pick them off based off what I see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think she's just much more aggressive than uh, McCann is. So, I think even though she lost the last fight, they both haven't fought since last year. So, I see that fight going – I see Santos taking that fight. Yeah. Could see a finish in that one as well. All right. So, third match here in the main card. Uh, Jimmy Rivera and Cody Stammen. This this is, to yes. me, this is going to be a pretty close one. Potentially could be a fight of the night type thing. Yeah. Well, currently, Jimmy Rivera is currently on a two-loss fight. He is one in three out of his last four. Um, he lost to Peter Yan, I mean, who is currently the champion. Mm-hmm. All Jermaine Sterling, who mm-hmm. potentially could it be the next line. So, yep. you know, lost to some dogs. He lost yeah. both of them by unanimous decision. He beat John Dutson. Then the fight before that one, guess who he lost to? Marlon Morris. So, this man has lost three fights to the top three guys in the Bantamweight division. Yep. Um, man. and But he lost to Marlon by a uh, knockout with a head kick. So... I mean, yes, he he don't been in some tough ones. He has been Uriah Faber. Uh, he he don't he don't fought some tough guys, some tough guys in Bellator, Brian Keller. Um, I can I can see Jim Rivera really, but Cody Stanton. All right, man, he is a monster. The man is a beast. And look, as I was just speaking about Brian Keller, he beat him the last time when we talked about the Nunes and Spencer fight. We, we uh-huh. went over them. Picked him in that fight. Uh, his second fight, well, his last two fights, he had a draw against uh, Yay No Song. Um, that was up in the air. I remember seeing that one. I didn't think it was a draw. I really thought Cody won that one. Uh-huh. But, I mean, both of these guys, they're looking for that win. I mean, the Bantamweight division is starting to open up. I mean, you got a lot of contenders, and you want your name to be thrown in that hat. So, I look at both of them. It's going to be tight, but – I'm going to pick Cody Statman on this one. Ooh, Cody this okay, fight. okay. So here's Cody. where we draw the line. Here's where we draw the line because I'm going to go Jimmy Rivera here. I'm going, right. to go with, I'm going to go with him here. Um, he's got the more he's got more experience. You know, you just walked yeah. us through that. You know, all the guys he's fought. He's he's just came into like Don't you said. Some tough guys. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's tough luck. You you fight you fight guys like that. It just sometimes just doesn't really go your way. But he he went. He went the distance with um, the champion now in the in the fight that he just had with him. So I, I take that into into my thought here. Um, so 
He's facing three straight losses here. If he loses this, it'll be three straight. And we we kind of discussed this in older podcasts, but you can't do that, you know, and and stay stay in the UFC, right? You know, unless, unless you have a really big name. So pressure's on him. He's coming in. He's coming in with the pressure on him. He's coming in with the chip on his shoulder. It's it's do or die. That's that's what I think he's coming in as. And you know, I think he has more riding on the on the line here. And I think he's going to fight hard. So. I'm going to go with the guy here that, that's, that's got more of a why. He's got more of a reason to, to win this fight, and he's got a lot of experience. So I'm going to go with him here. I'm going to go with Rivera. All right, all right, all right. I, I, really, I, I really can see it both ways. I mean, like you say, Jim Rivera, I mean, he is a monster. He's a big-time guy. You know, fought some tough bantamweights. I mean, all the bantamweights we're talking about yeah. will potentially have either a title fight in the near future or will be in a number one contender's fight. Mm-hmm. And he's right there, man. He's right there. But I just think Cody Stadman, I mean, dude, freak. The guy's yeah. a monster, man. It's, it's we'll going to be a really good fight. Potentially fight of the night. I think it I, will I be. I might call that one fight of the night. I might call that yeah. one fight of the night. I believe it will be, too. Um, so, let's see. Uh, second. All right. So, yeah, the 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 one right before the, the main event here, we got Tim Elliott and Ryan Benoit. Thoughts here? Well, um, I'm currently looking at Tim Elliott. Uh, Tim Elliott, he flyaway 15 and 11. Um, man, he only lost his last three fights. Um, yeah. He only lost one by submission or in triangle. Uh, then he lost another one by decision. And then he lost the one before that who will be fighting, hopefully, in the flyaway championship this Saturday against uh, uh, Devishon uh, Figueredera. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully – Hopefully, he he steps it up because he don't lost four out of his last five, and and we have to, like we just literally talked about the last one. Actually, he don't lost five out of his last seven. Oh God! So, man, I know. Wow, this is a do or die time for Tim Elliott. You got this that really right. is. This is a do, die, do or die time, and you know he's currently. Let me see his age. He's currently only. 33 years, he's 33 years old, so, mm. I mean, it's not old, but it's not he, that long. He ain't a spring chicken. <laughs> yeah, he ain't yeah. no spring chicken. Then you got yeah. um, uh, Ryan Benoit. I mean, he lost his last fight. He hadn't fought since last year of 2019, but it was December. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see that. I mean, Tim Elliott, at least Tim Elliott had been uh, active. Yeah. last fight was actually – the fight of when Woodley fought Byrne. Yeah. So he's really active. I remember that. Yeah. And Tim Elliott, I mean, sorry, Ryan Benoit, um, Benoit is two and two in his last fight. Like he wins one, he loses one. He literally has been on that streak. So wait, his so, last... so wait. His last fight, he did he win or lose? One, two, three. He lost. All right, so you know what's going to happen. There you go. You just give me more of a reason because I'm, I'm going with him. I'm going with him here. Literally his last ten fights. If he wins, he loses his next fight. So, All right. <laughs> so, man, I mean, he's on a pattern right now. I mean, look, look both of you guys have, you know, not top-tier records. No. I mean, some have fought some tough guys here and there. But overall, I'll tell you this. I might, I might go with Ryan Benoit on this one. That's, that's what I'm going with, too. I mean, Tim Elliott, he just not on a hot streak right now. I mean, like we said with um, um, Cody, 
Cody Garbrandt. I mean, what? He lost three fights in a row. Yeah. Like, time for him to get back hot. But he had the pedigree of being a champion. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he, yeah. There's a little bit of a difference there with between them yeah, two. It is but, a little bit of a difference. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I agree with you here. I'm going with Benoit as well. You gave me more of a reason right there with that pattern. It's kind of, it's kind of similar to that whole yeah. uh, Belichick and Saban, you know, win on the same yeah. year. But that, <laughs> that finally got broke. Uh, yeah. but, but no, I'm going, I'm going to go with him. Uh, I did watch him that same in that same card when uh, it was it was the Burns main card um, or main event, and I did not like what I saw. Uh, I did not like the way the man fought. It was it, I don't know. It's it was a weird style, man, and it's 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 yeah. very odd when you watch him. I don't know. He's bouncing around all over the place. Before we actually even began the show today. I was telling Torres, I was like, how did this how did this fight end up being the second match on this? On the yes, like how is this the second main event on oh, the How is the co-main event? Yeah. Like, to I, me, it was easy. It was easy for them to make Jimmy Rivera and Cody yeah. Stantman as the co-main event. Yeah. Maybe that's I what they meant know. to do. Probably, I don't know what they saw. They might see something different that I did. Maybe, yeah. maybe they so. Might see maybe this one I don't. But, yeah. Like, all right. Well, enough about that. Now we're on to the main event. Yeah, enough about that one. So we got Calvin Cater, Dan Ige, go. Well, Calvin Cater. Um, I'm currently looking at him right now. He's a top fighter. I mean, this is for the featherweight. Uh, this is a featherweight fight. Um, he won his last fight, and I remember seeing this one. Oh my I liked gosh! Him a lot he knocked fight. out Jeremy Stevens. Yes. 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 And Jeremy Stevens is, has freaking bricks for hands. Like, and he knocked him out in the second. I mean, this guy is, uh, is something, to, something to reckon with. I mean, mm-hmm. he lost his last fight to uh, Zabit. Uh, it, was a, it was a main thing. Zabit, um, uh, I can't say his last name. Uh-huh. Maga Mega Shokoli. I can't really say these last names. I, I know who you're talking about. I know you're talking <laughs> but, about. I, I watched yeah, the, oh, yeah, the highlights he, of that. Yeah, fight. he's really good, really good fighter, really good fighter. Yeah. But yes, he, he's been hot. But I would say right now that uh, yeah, Calvin Calvin Kader right now is a hot fighter right now. He is. He's um, besides that loss, I mean, he lost two out of his last seven, but you know, five he won five out of the last seven. So yeah, I, I'll take that as a big one. But then you got Dan Ige, mm-hmm. and Dan Ige, uh, boy, man. Guys is on currently a six fight win streak, um, and he is a monster. Uh, he don't beat some tough guys. I mean, he's been in the UFC for since 2017. He, he lost his de- debut fight, but besides that, I mean, he's been on a roll. So right now, I'm gonna go Dan Ige in this fight. I'm taking him. I know what I saw with Calvin. Uh, Cater doing his last fight. I mean, it was a big time knockout, but I'm going with Dan Ige, and I'm. It, it might go to distance. It might go to. It might be a really close fight. It really will be. I think it's going to be a really close fight, but I'm taking Dan Ige in this one. All right. Real quick question: Is this one going three or five? Five rounds. This is going five. Five. All right. Give me. Give me Cal- Calvin Cater all day. I'm going Calvicator without a shadow of a doubt, Cater. and I'll tell you why. All right, Calvicator. Besides what we saw in his last fight, because because I was hyped about that last fight we saw with him and him and Stevens, 
I thought he uh-huh. performed really well. I love his stand-up game. Dude Dude can box with the best of them, it looks like. I don't know. He always – the combinations he puts together, it's not just one pop, one pop. He'll go boop, boop, boop. I don't know. He, he puts all these little combinations together that will just rock your world. And Yeah. He's I, I good know, now. He's really good, man. Now, here's the thing. He has some power. I mean, he do. He has some power. And if anything, Cater would finish this fight early. I think he could. But I think Dan Ige is going to keep it going. I think he'll – I think he'll really – I think he'll tire him out. I think he'll put the pressure on him. Ige's only chance here. On Ige, Ige's only chance no, is think, if he, if he Cater, takes this to the ground. He has to take this to the ground. Ige does not want to do Vegas, it. I think when I looked at Vegas, I think Cater actually had He's the, the, favorite. Uh, the odds in his favor. Yeah, he's minus three hundred. Yeah, he, he is. gets plus two fifty. I'm telling you, dude. All right, so Torres, Ige's last fight was it? Was it not um, Edson Edson Barboza? Uh, Ige, yes, yes. And I'll tell you this: he should not have won that match. I've been saying this over and over on this podcast. He should not have won that match. I'm telling <laughs> you right now, it's another one of those everybody picks on the veteran. We like the young guy, you know. We like the young yeah. up and comer. He shouldn't have won that fight. He really lost that fight. Edson he was did. piecing him he up. Did. It was close. And Ege had to take I, it I to the ground in order to even get that. He had to get like takedowns and everything. He's gonna have to do that to get there. But I really think that if this does go to the judges, I think that the, they'll give it to Cater. I think that he's had, he has all the hype around him right now. I'm gonna go with him. But like I said, I don't even think I don't even think this goes the distance. Cater's gonna knock him out. You think so? Cater's going to knock him I out. Think, I think I said if this fight was to go anywhere, I think Cater if it, if it's going to get finished, Cater would be the one to knock him out. He's but if it. anything, I see I can see Dan Ige finishing him off in the third round. I can see it a third or fourth round no. finish. I can no. the distance. I can see it. I can see him. I, I mean, do I think this fight could go the distance? It could, but I can see Ige finishing him off. I, yeah, I mean, it, it could, but I just, I, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty high on Cater, man. I like him a lot. It's what I've seen and from him, man. Too, he hasn't had a finish since 2019 of March. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, it's time when you're on a six fight win streak, going for number seven. Hey, shouldn't be a time shouldn't be a win streak, bro. That last fight should have been a win, man. Hey, Telling you, we can make a case for that. One I blemish mean, look, there. You go back and watch that fight. Go back yeah. and watch that fight. Because <laughs> he got robbed. Hey, hey, Edson got robbed. Judges, you never know. Yeah, yeah, hey, you're right. I mean, hey. judges, you never know, Ty. <laughs> you're right. You're never right. Know. Well, so we, we got the first three fights. Me and you agreed. Or actually, the uh, the first two fights, and then we both had. So we both had Al Hassan and mm-hmm. um, Santos and Benoit. Yeah, and then the two matches that we dif- differed on was uh, Rivera and Stammen and Cater and Ige. So, Ige, all you people yeah. out there, if you got – yeah, you, hear, you heard it here. So, I mean, if you go with it, talk trash. Go with underdog in that fight. Go you want to talk trash, talk trash. Wait, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this uh, this Thursday. We'll touch base Thursday and we'll see how things are. We'll all touch right? base Thursday. You are. Right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. A- anything hey, else going? Was, hey, look, I was five for five this past Saturday. Got you did do good. Five. Hey, so, I give it to you. Hey, hey, I've been hot lately on picking fights. You yeah, know, even the show bad. before. I've yeah, been, been I mean, bad. look, hey, it has been pretty good. And I will, and I would like to say also for uh, there was another fight that was planned 
for this one. It was been Pedro Munez versus Frankie Egner. And that fight had got postponed because Pedro Munez was tested positive for the coronavirus. And they were looking for another opponent for Frankie. But they're going to move that fight to the same of August 15th, which will be the main event fight for Daniel Cormier yeah. and Steve Miocic. Yeah. Oh my so God. let me. So do you think? What? So Dang. I'm guessing if that fight was to be on this card, it would have been in the main card, correct? The Frankie. Yes. Edgar. You know where? That's yes, probably why you know Elliot and Benoit got put in here. Yes, that's why. Honestly, yes, that's the reason why. Yeah. Because that was the co-main event. Yeah, Pedro Munez and Frankie Agnew was the co-main event. Makes sense now. Makes sense. Well, um, any other things you want to touch on before we end the show? No, I mean, hey, look, NBA's getting ready to start to come back. I'm ready for. I mean, Football, hopefully football is doing their best. I mean, I saw some Big Ten rules yeah. about some things that they're trying to do. That's too much. Big Ten's all-conference. ACC's all-conference. Um, Harvard, or like uh, the Ivy League ain't even playing football. The Ivy League canceled their, all of their football. JUCOs, there's JUCOs moving into spring. So we'll have to JUCOs see. JUCOs moving into spring. And that's going to mess up so much of the recruiting. and Yeah. Uh, it's gonna, it's we'll gonna be, it it's gonna be heavy. We can yeah. see how it goes. But hey, one sport we do got going on, we do got UFC. That's right. For all you NASCAR fans, yes, you got NASCAR. And, hey, uh, a rookie one, a rookie one this week. Up. I saw that. Uh oh, <laughs> can't remember his name, but Uh-oh. some rookie, some rookie one. So there you go, Keeper. Rookie in NASCAR. Run. Look, there I mean, you go. We can get Keeper on that. He, yeah. he, he gets to me all the time about NASCAR. Yeah. I try my best, man. Yeah, I'm trying it. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening in. It was a, it was great doing this. Uh, be sure to keep liking, subscribing, sharing it with your friends. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and, and you can also follow us on Twitter at the TNT Podcast. Thank you guys for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Oh, and also, also, also real quick, also real quick, viewers, we're going to have some big news next week, so keep tuning yep. in. Yeah, that's right. Teaser. Teaser. We got some big news coming. <laughs> Teaser. We do. Good we call. have some Good big call. news. All right, guys, be on the lookout. We'll see you soon.